Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Happy to be joined by Gianmarco Sorisi, a comedian based out of the great city of New York City. Gianmarco, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we we uh, we're kind of uh, uh, talking to comedians this week. It's kind of the theme of the show. We had Brad Upton on yesterday. So kind of where we start is I'm always curious to know uh, when someone like she, like you figured out you were funny. Well, oh God, I uh, I think it's kind of like I, I started as an actor and then I, I noticed just none of the dramatic scenes, they were getting more laughs than tears. And at one point you got to read the tea leaves and go, okay, I think I, think I guess I'm funny. When I try to talk, talk to people about how I'm sad or mad, they just seem to chuckle. And I go, all right, I guess i got to lean into this. <laughs> so, yeah, so we did talk to Brad Upton yesterday. He's in his late 60s. You're in your late 20s. What is, what is, is the landscape now of being a younger comedian? Uh, what are some of the challenges or even some of the advantages to that and, and kind of uh, – you know, you've broke, you've been broken in for a while, but kind of being a, just a younger guy on that scene. I think the challenge is uh, everyone's a comedian now. I mean, listen, uh, artificial intelligence is taking all the jobs away, and all that's left for us is to tell jokes about about the artificial intelligence. So really, it's just <laughs> it's just like how many of us there are. Everyone's a cinematographer now. You know, it's uh, it's. So, so just trying to stay stay up to date. Whenever the new app comes out, it's all oh, threads. Great, one more app to post on. How exciting! Um, so it's it's good. You know, you just got to stay with the time. Giancarlo Sarisi, our guest, uh, begins. Uh, you, you're you're going to be in Kansas City tomorrow. Is is that right? At the comedy club there. I am. I'm I'm very excited. You know, I've I've learned so much about America traveling around, like a fun fact about Kansas city. I don't have a lot of fans there. So, uh, you know, we're trying to change that, trying to change that fact. So maybe I can become the new national bird or something, but, uh, uh, it's my first time there and I travel all around kind of defending New York city, wherever I go. I was in, I was in Chattanooga. What, what was that? Oh, go ahead. I interrupted you. No, I was in, I was in a, Chattanooga, Tennessee. I was in a taxi, and uh, somehow Campo was from New York, and the the taxi driver gasped 
Like I said, I was from Afghanistan. I mean, he, he gasped so loud it almost startled the horse. And, and he was like, oh, I, I, hear, I hear New York's filled with crime. And I was like, oh, oh that's so interesting. You know, I've heard about Chattanooga. Nothing. Nothing. When my agent said I had a gig in Chattanooga, I Googled, what country is Chattanooga in? And then I, I fired my agent. So, so people talk crap about New York, and i got to get out there and tell them, you know, it's, it's a tough place, but we, we still have some cool delis. <laughs> so you, 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 you do mention New York, and that's where you're from, and, and it's your home base, and you, you often play a club called the Silver Lining. Tell us about that place and its characteristics and why, uh, why your comfort level is so high uh, in that club. Presuming well, it so, is. So just the, it's, it's, it's my show. It's, it's called The Silver Lining. And uh, it's, I think what's cool about New York and that show in particular is you get people from all over the world and uh, uh, people visiting from Europe, from Asia, from Canada, from Jersey. And uh, they, they're in a new space, and I get to be kind of their comedic guide through New York City because that's where I get most of my material from. You know, I, I, I tell people all the time, this, this is a true story. I was on the train once in New York, and there was, a, there was a couple across from me. The man said to the woman, what do you want to do for dinner? And I swear to God, the woman said, I think that lanky Jew is listening to our conversation. So it's, <laughs> it's a wild place, and uh, I, I love I love being able to talk to people from, uh, what is it called, when you're, you're playing on your side of the field, your team, your hometown. Home, hometown advantage. Home field advantage. Home field advantage, yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Forgive me. Forgive, so, you, you can tell a lot about me that it took me about a minute to, to remember a, a basic sports phrase. I'm much more of a theater. Okay. I acted in New York. I've been an actor longer than I've been a, a comedian. I've literally shared the stage with some people who have gone on to become huge real estate agents. And and that's why my sports terminology is lacking. That's okay. Okay, so you're obviously funny just talking to us. How how do you make that translate on stage? Because that's that's a different thing. A lot of, a lot of people can be funny, you know, in an interview or in a conversation. How do you make that uh, make that the same when you're in front of an audience? You know, it's uh, you just practice saying it to friends. And then you go to open mics and you try to figure out what's the, what's the shortest way I can say the funny thing so that a stranger seeing me for the first time can kind of click in and get it. And uh, I, you know, I, I find this is just what I'm made for because I'm, I'm, I'm what's known uh, you know, in therapy speak as an extroverted introvert, which basically means when I'm talking, I'm very extroverted. But if you're talking, I'd rather be alone. So I, I've, I've kind of mastered how to talk in a way where I can grab people's attention. Uh, I, I start out loud, get a little soft, bring them in, and then I just, I just write jokes that surprise them on a regular basis and uh, fine-tune it over many, many, many years. Giancarlo Cerisi, our guest. He is an actor and a comedian. Uh, you've appeared in movies with Billy Crystal and Tracy Morgan, among many others. Don't really care about them, but what about being on the, in Hustlers with J Lo? Tell me sure, everything. Sure, sure. I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you all twenty seconds I spent with her is fantastic. <laughs> My scene, she uh, uh she she's like hustling guys or she's scamming them. So in my scene, J Lo 
is trying to give me some some alcohol that she's sprinkled some drugs in. And uh, my character, which was his name was Man in Glasses, uh, she offers the liquor, and I go, oh, I, I, I'm sorry, I can't. I have an early morning. And then I leave. And uh, that's what they saw me as. That's the kind of man I, I appear to be, that J-Lo could hit on me at a bar, and I would say, sorry, I have an early morning, and head on out. And uh, that is that, impressive. That was my time. Yeah, she was very, she was, she was lovely. I, uh, you know, I, I recently, I was on uh, Law & Order SBU. I played Ice T's waiter. And uh, to prepare for that role, I actually became a waiter for 12 years. So I, I really get immersive with my, with my characters, and that's why I don't act too much. I'm just preparing for the next role. Uh, now that was funny. So I'm, I'm headed to New York City in a few weeks for the first time in my life. Uh, you know, obviously I can think of the, the stereotypical what I'm going to experience. Have you gotten around to forming an opinion about Kansas yet? And have you ever actually performed in the state of Kansas? I, I honestly, I, I never have. I'm very excited. All I know about Kansas is uh, that song from Oklahoma, because I, I went to college for musical theater, which is uh, like having a degree in imagination. And um, I, I, I sung that song, Everything's Up to Date in Kansas City. So I'm there to find out if that's true. You know, that was true back in the 50s. We'll see if it is true now. John <laughs> Carlos Cerisi, our guest, he'll be at uh, the, the comedy club. In Kansas City uh, tomorrow night through uh, Saturday, you got a three night gig there, so you're gonna you're gonna get some time in Kansas City. Uh, do you have anything on your agenda to do during uh, the times when you're not working? Someone told me to go to a brunch spot called Fuckatash, but other than that, I'm all ears. If you if you have some suggestions, well, you got to try the barbecue up there for sure. Okay, okay, I'll do that. Are you a barbecue person? Of course, I'm a barbecue person. There you go. Uh, So I asked Brad Upton this yesterday, and I'm going to ask you the same thing because I watched a video of him on YouTube, and uh, there was this guy right in the front row who really wasn't too engaged, and while the rest of the audience was laughing hysterically, uh, this guy really was deadpan and didn't, didn't have much of a reaction and Brad said, "Those are the guys, those are the people you see when you're doing stand-up. You don't see all the people who are laughing." Uh, do you concur with his assessment of those kinds of situations? Sure, it's it's hard not to pay attention when you have that guy in the front row because it's usually my dad. And I tell him, I say, <laughs> "Listen, if you're going to come, you got to fake it a little bit, please." Uh, you got to stop putting him in the him. front row. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. Well, unfortunately, when there's only uh, so many people there, every row is a front row. It's uh, I, I try to get those people. You try to engage them, but it can go south. I, I had a, a woman recently in the front row who just did not look like she was having a good time. And I, you know, I said, I said, oh, what, what do you do for work? And she said, I make more money than you. And so I, I, I just started guessing jobs that make more money than me. I was like, oh, are you a barista DJ? Are you, uh, do you own and operate a gumball machine? Are you a mall Santa in Israel? It doesn't really narrow it down at all. So, you know, you try, you try to get them at your own risk. But uh, that's, that's, that's the real comedian. You're always focusing on the person not having a good time. So 
how often do you write and what is kind of the process for you for writing jokes? I, I think because I came from an acting background, I really like playwriting and script analysis. I write all the time. So I write throughout the day. I take notes on my phone and then in the morning or at night, I kind of sit down. I try to expand on the idea. I have one uh, uh, little funny idea like, you know, that, that joke I said about uh, being the waiter. I just think, like, all right, I, I played a waiter on TV. Oh, yeah, that's actors are waiters a, a lot. And then I go, oh, actors prepare for roles. What if I, ooh, and then you kind of just formulate the right way to say it. And then I, uh, I call one of, my, one of my poor poor siblings, and I run the joke by them, see if they laugh. And if they do, then I go try it on a show that's not important. And then uh, when it works enough, I go, okay, it's ready for Kansas City. <laughs> well, John Markle, we're really uh, happy that you joined us. Uh, best of luck. You, you're on the road for pretty much the rest of the year, taking your comedy to the people. We appreciate your time. Thank you. Hey, thanks for talking to me. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.